Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey guys, I am coming at you in the middle of a crazy busy day, so it's sort of fun. I'm in a new location recording this from a doctor's office. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, I just thought it would be fun for you to picture uh, the situation. And I have very loud jewelry on. So if you hear a very annoying clanging, it's not like jingle bells, it's me. Um, so what I want to talk about today is the power of persistence. So I was recently online as we are every day, which is so crazy. But anyway, I was looking through um, things skimming fast and I landed on a quote where somebody said, you can never beat somebody who just won't quit. And I love that. And I think that there's so much power in just continuing to show up. And then I was doing the five Tibetan rites, which I don't know how you feel about those, but I have a friend who has a 95 year old grandmother who we call granny and she calls me Cheryl. And, um, she's the only person in my life that's ever called me Cheryl. And I just will never correct her. She's known me my whole life. And I absolutely love that she calls me Cheryl. So I'm like, tell, tell, tell her that Cheryl loves her, which is me. Um, and my name's Chelsea, if you don't know that. So that's why it's funny. Anyway, she, um, does the five Tibetan rites and has for years and is super flexible and is so vivacious and full of life. And I know that's only one of the many things that she does in her lifestyle choices to keep herself fresh and limber and active and never tardy for the party. And I watched this, I've seen it since I was a little girl, her just kind of living this life of exuberance and it's really inspiring. And so I went ahead, I, my friend and I have been walking and she's like, we need to stretch, which, um, it was true. I really did. I was like, man, normally I can do this easier, you know, you bend over, touch your toes, do this, that, this, that. And with the health stuff I've been going through, I just realized I haven't been practicing that as often. So I haven't been stretching as often. So I've definitely learned that that's something I need to do. So anyway, long story short, I was watching the five Tibetan rites and doing them. And the woman at the beginning of this YouTube video I found said, it's more important that you do this every day than you push yourself and hurt yourself because the power is in the consistency of the practice. And I've just been getting the same message in lots of forms. And I know there's a word for that where, you know, you buy a red car and then all you could see are red cars. And it's just a very interesting thing because this is what has been beating the same rhythm in my heart lately is just keep staying with it. Like you don't know if you're right before your breakthrough and regardless, even if you just do 10 push-ups, you're 10 push-ups closer to the physique you're wanting than you were yesterday. It's the whole lifestyle, like the slight edge where you can just set yourself up where every day you keep building these habits that give you a curve up in life and that it helps you to just consistently do better. And I feel like there are so many things like that that we put into our daily routine that you feel like are not even making an impact. But over time, it multiplies its effectiveness. And pretty soon you're like, man, I'm so glad I started saving 10 bucks a day or whatever you're doing. You know, like I'm so glad I started stretching. I'm so glad I started working to not have toxic thoughts. I'm so glad that I've endeavored to have relationships that are true and transparent and safe because over time it makes a big difference. Like even trust, I was babysitting my niece the other day and 
I promised her we would take a walk. I said, let's take a nap, then we'll take a walk. And I just made sure we took that walk because I don't ever want to break that trust. And I know it's like very hard to do that in, you know, all the time, but I believe in not making promises I can't fulfill. And with her, I never wanted to create any tension that maybe I won't follow through with my word. And so I just believe in that. I believe it in promising little delivering much. I was raised that way. And I really love when that happens instead of the opposite where people are like, Oh, you just wait. I will do this. I will. It will be incredible. And then they're like, yeah, I couldn't do it. Like that is a heartbreaker way more to me. I just love, I'd much rather hear. I'm not sure we want to manage your expectations. And then all of a sudden they blow my mind. I love that. That is a great way to live. And I try to live that way. I really do like in all areas of life. And it just makes me feel a lot more satisfied. It's just one of those things that is like, yes, when it really happens, it's great. I'm not as devastated if I'm not expecting it. What's funny is I love anticipating things. And some people aren't as into looking ahead, but my personality type, it's not that I need tons of preparation Uh, And if plans change, it's hard for me. It's more like my brain loves to think out scenarios, which really sucks a lot of the time because I I go on overdrive and thinking. It really helps me when I'm writing a musical. When I'm writing any kind of material, it helps me because I can build a huge thing in my brain. But it's negative when I start worrying. Whatever gets in my filter, I can really process. So I have to be very careful what I allow to get up in my grill and stuff like social media is so hard to control because so many things are coming at you and you don't even know what it is. You know, it's hard to control. You don't like set out and go, okay, I'm not going to look at these things because it just, it's so fluid now the way that we receive our information. And so I just was thinking today about how important it is that we just keep staying with things. And a couple of the ways I like to say it are just talking about swinging back around. And a lot of times I have a visual of like a circle and I think of all the pieces of my pie and if everything had a piece. So let's say um, my responsibilities as a daughter, a boss, a friend, and these are the roles that I play that we talk about. And we all have different roles that we're in. Uh, an employee, a um, you know, a niece, all the, all the different things that I am. And then I go and revisit these things. I don't do all of them to the same amount. And I definitely can't do them all at the exact same time. That's impossible. So I just go around and I will take that situation that's in that piece of the pie. And I just picture myself just getting it further along. It's hard. I, I call it walking the dog. And I can't remember if that's from a book or if it's from my brain. But it's somehow in there, which it's a very weird thing. But I just think, let's say that I'm just taking this a little bit further, taking this one, this, this, I'm going to call this person, or I'm going to reach out to this person. I'm going to send this person a present, or I've got them on my mind. I'm going to send them flowers or, you know, or I've been thinking with a lot of negative thoughts. I'm going to feast on some things about the mind and about how much our brain uh, determines our emotions and our attitude and so much of our outlook determines the condition of our happiness and of so many things because we've learned that achievement is just such a, a tiny moment in our journey and so it's not like that it's it's 
that it's not like that brings us true happiness or peace. It's truly being willing to go through the process and having joy in it. And so I've just learned that I have to keep going around with my projects, with my relationships, with my house, how all of a sudden it's like, it's time to spray for bugs. It's time to rake the leaves. It's time. It's just crazy how many things come up and trying to stay on top of it all is really important. It's a big challenge, but it feels like there's so many mundane things in life. The vast majority of our life consists of mundane responsibilities, things that we just do to quote unquote pass the time. But this is what I believe. We only have a certain amount of days and I want every one of my days to be something that I enjoy. And I know that that seems impossible, but I set out to recover quickly from drama slash trauma because we know that's inevitable to not keep a lot of toxic relationships around. I Once you realize, you know, I don't think that this thing is healthy. It's just, not, you can't sever all your relationships because sometimes you're related to them or married to them. <laughs> so I think we fight for the ones we love and we readjust when things get unhealthy as much as possible. And I feel like let's surround ourselves with things that bring us joy. Like I take a certain way to work when it's Christmas because I want to see a certain stream of lights. Everything isn't calculated by speed and how quickly I get somewhere or efficiency. A lot of times it is, but sometimes I start thinking, man, I just want to enjoy this ride. And I, a lot of times put on music or a podcast or a book I'm listening to, and I really work to support my daily tasks. And we talk about this a lot, but I think it's really important with things that either it's inspire me, excite me. I mean, sometimes I'm just crying because a song is written so well, which I know a lot of people don't relate to that, but I love songwriting. I love watching it. I'm like, this is a, this is an amazing song. This is an incredible thing that somebody created and it just gets me. And that's a fun place to be at. So there's so much time where we're just kind of self-medicating either by knitting or by television or by whatever. And it, comforts us to get through the day, but I don't want to get through the day. I want to love my day. I want to really enjoy all the parts of my day. Like my house has way too many Christmas trees up and it's because why not? Why not have one in the bathroom and the bedroom and the kitchen and the living room? And it's just me living there and I love it. And my little niece comes in and goes, Christmas tree. Wow. Wow. It's, oh, that would just be worth it for her, but it's also for me. It's because I enjoy it. It's fun for me to see the lights and the different lights in each room. And it's like, we only get to live one time. Why not really enjoy our days? Because our days are truly made of so many normal things. So how do we make the normal things more satisfying? I, I've been grocery shopping with earbuds in my ears and listening to different Christmas music while I'm going through the store and it's making it so fun and so much more satisfying than just walking through by myself and just like getting through it, getting through everything, getting through everything, getting through the aisle. Where is this? Did they move it? Like I hate living like that. And so many people are like that. And I just don't want to let myself go into the habit of being annoying and dark and nightmarish and always looking at the negative and 
can't wait to get out of here feeling. I, I want to be like, well, I'm here. So while I'm here, I'm going to make it a great experience and I'm going to have fun. And that's what I'm committed to do. And I just want to encourage you that when we're in the most stressful times, it's like, let's take a deep breath and keep it all in perspective. Like, remember, even through this health stuff I've been going through for the last five months, I think, man, a lot of people have it way worse. Or I'm just glad that I'm learning about myself through this. Or, wow, I'm on the end of this. I can feel it. And I'm excited that I can empathize with people who deal with pain every day or whatever. Like, look at the positive because there truly is positive and perspective everywhere. And that's really helping me. And I know I've talked about this a lot, but this is a really important thing to my heart. And it's something that I'm working on, working on making my bed every day. I think it's so fun to change my sheets. I not only change my sheets to just change them, but I like to change my sheets to different kinds of sheets. So I have like a set of black silk sheets. They're not real silk because that's so annoying to take care of. I don't like working for my things. I like my things to work for me. So I don't buy a lot of things that I have to like iron for three hours or anything just because I don't like to live like that. So it's a really fun, it's fine if people do, but for me, that's not a place I want to invest my time in catering to my things. No, 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 no. This thing works for me. So I, I love the thought. It's like, ooh, I'm going to flip my bedspread upside down and have a new look. Ooh, I'm going to put new candles out because it's a new season. New foam soap in the bathrooms. And I if, if I have a lot extra from the fall season, don't worry, fall will be back here in three seconds. So I just put it away and I bring it back out if there's enough to save. And I just love living with intention and truly loving my environment. Whatever we're going to do, it's like, how can I make this fun? How can I make this better than it was before. One of the things I talk about sometimes is growing with your friends. And one of my friends is in a season where she has kids. And so we were talking about um, different ways we could help this kid to grasp math concepts. And so we were brainstorming and I'm like, I bet there are amazing songs, like fun things to listen to that would potentially hit another side of his brain than the way that the education system is trying to communicate it, that he could actually grasp. And she's like, that's a great idea. So then we started brainstorming because that's how my mind works. I work a lot more out of the box with concepts than I do with the way that education is formed in a more common manner, straightforward manner in America. And so she started looking for songs and started playing these different songs. And he said, mom, I get it. My, I understand. My brain understands uh, multiplication. Like all of a sudden something clicked. And I just think it's so fun when you think in a, a different way. It's amazing how you can solve problems creatively. And I feel like let's just come at our lives like that. And I was also talking to uh, another set of girlfriends where one was pregnant. She is pregnant and has a one-year-old. And then she's also teaching. We were drilling her with questions on how she does the monotonous whole process of getting her groceries. And she says that she utilizes the Walmart online system where you can order your groceries and then you literally pull up and then they deliver them and bring them out to your car and how much it doesn't even cost, but it has saved her so much time and effort. And I love that way of thinking. And I don't know if you could do this. I know there are people all over the world listening to this, which, hi, I'm so glad you're here. I'm humbled and I'm thrilled that you're here, but I don't know if you have a Walmart and get what I'm talking about, but this is a really cool thing that is happening in America. That's saving time for a lot of busy moms. And it's just interesting. It's just 
there are just different ways to do things. And I think it's so cool to think outside of the box, to strategize our lives where we are super intentional. Like if I have to run an errand, I normally like pack it together with something else I have to do. And I try to stack my days with efficiency. It's just one of my favorite, even like hobbies to try to figure out how I could do things in a better way. And even right now I'm at the doctor. I have to be here for a couple hours so they can watch me. And it's just an amazing thing that I'm doing my podcast. We thought, oh no, we have this much time and we got to do a podcast. Let's just do it there. So I love that way of thinking. It's helped me so much. And I still work to be very focused. I work to be a monotasker and not a multitasker because I have learned that I'm way more efficient and I do a much better job for whoever's in front of me, whatever's on the other side of my project. If I'm fully yours, if I'm 100% engaged with you, if I'm on my phone, if I'm doing other things, I'm not always as good as I am when I'm really focused. So I've just learned to do one thing at a time, but I have things ready right behind it. And there's some things I could do both of, but my brain I've learned has to go back and forth, back and forth. It's not actually paying attention to the movie while I'm doing my artwork. I'm actually focused on my artwork and then going back and forth between the two things. I learned that I think in the book, one thing just about it even talk the book even talks about how your dog even knows if you're not paying attention while you're petting it because it'll like if you're like watching a basketball game and you're petting the dog and you're half-heartedly doing it how it'll nudge your hand to like pet it better it's just fascinating so i love that it's like truth speaks everywhere it really does and truth is like a very very sexy thing when you truly tell the truth when you are honest about where you're coming from, what your intentions are, what's really going on in your heart. It is so attractive. It's like, it is, it's like a magnet where it's, when people are like faking it or have a facade or are trying to project something, it's so plastic and it's hard to connect to. But man, when you start really showing how you really feel, it gives room for something real to happen where those are the ingredients to true revelation and true intimacy and really deep connection of the humankind that no other species has where you can really be open and honest. And it's the human experience. It shocks me with songwriting or uh, with truth telling like or with movies or anything. The more specific you are about your experience, the more people relate to it. And you'd think it'd be the opposite. But it really is like, hey, that hurt my feelings and I started acting mean because I was hurt and so I want to protect myself and I wanted to hurt you back or whatever. And then it's like, I don't want to be like that. That's so weird and immature. So I love you. Forgive me or whatever. It's so much more endearing to pull down what's in front of you and and share the heart. So anyway, I could go on and on about this subject. I really believe in it. I believe in your daily grind. I believe in setting yourself up to continue to get up. And you know what? We do fail and we do get disappointed and we do, uh, you know, have a rough night or whatever, but the greatest thing are the people that show back up to the grind. That's the greatest thing is that you keep moving forward. You keep fighting, you keep showing up. Persistence is so powerful. You just can't beat somebody who refuses to quit. You just can't. And so I just want to encourage you to just refuse to quit and love yourself. Love yourself enough to fight for yourself. Fight for 
everything, everything from your hygiene to the condition of your heart. It's like wash your hair, brush your teeth, get up and go the extra mile and make yourself feel the best you can because it does make a difference. I just want to encourage you guys have an awesome day. I'm honored to be in this together and to be learning and growing. And don't forget to review this podcast in iTunes. Make sure to uh, tell people about it because I know that that is how it gets more traffic and it gets into more people's hands. And that's important to me to make sure that these conversations are getting to the right people. So you help me to get it out to the right people. Thanks so much. And I'll be back to talk more soon. 